Escape to summer with Victoria's Secrets just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the very sexy collection like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secrets classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. Before we get to our new episode, we have an exciting announcement. Snicksmas is back. So please join us for a live taping of And That's What You Really Missed, live from the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. We are raising funds and awareness in loving memory of our friend Naya Rivera to benefit Alexandria House. Celebrate the holidays with us and keep the Snicksmas spirit alive. Join us in person at the iHeartRadio Theater or watch the live stream. Special guests, performances, unbelievable, gleeful auction items, and a live podcast. Here are the details. In-person event, December 6th at 7 p.m. from the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. And for those of you that can't join us in person, we are streaming the event on December 8th at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And don't worry, we'll be watching right along with you and chatting with you live. We will even have a virtual meet-and-greet option. Tickets are available on boxoffice.mandolin.com. We are placing the direct link to the tickets on our Instagram bio and the notes of this podcast episode. So go check it out and we'll see you there. Merry Snicksmas. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Miss podcast. I'm Jen Ashkowitz. I'm Kevin McHale. And strap in because we're going to recap <laughs> Showmance. Yay! I watched this last night. I watched and- it this morning. Gosh, this is a good episode. If I do say so myself, this episode's great. <laughs> so we were, this was a couple of months after we shot the pilot. We shot the pilot in late October of 2008. And we started shooting this in January of 2009. So this was the first episode back. Correct. We um, were fueled with the ammo that we were picked up for 13 episodes. 13 episodes, yeah. So this was the real start of the season for us. And it was the That's first right. time we had all seen each other um, in right. months. Right. I had Chris Chris and I had to move to LA. So we had to pick up and actually move here. Um, Kevin, you were already here. Amber was here. Leah had uh, to move Leah here. Had, no, but Leah had already moved by the Oh no, no, you're right. You're uh, I don't know. I feel like she had a place in New York and in LA at the time. Um, but she did pick up and move as well. And um yeah, so we were this was like a welcome back party. This it was. episode. I, I will also say the side note. Um, yeah. Do you remember? So we had a dance studio called the Tin Shed that we used for the first two years. Mm-hmm. And the Tin the, Shed was called the Tin Shed because it was like basically a tin roof. Yes, and it was. <laughs> it, it would get heat really up, hot. and it was <laughs> it was very very hot and yeah. not very big. Um, and <laughs> this was a time we were all young. We were coming back for this to be series regulars on a show. None of us had ever done that before. 
and we were also as like kids like struggling to financially like stay above water and mm-hmm. i remember one of our first things that we all did together was go to fox and be like hey can you give us an advance <laughs> payment on this episode because we are all broke and it was a really good bonding experience and that mm. and the tin shed and then we also learned the number in this episode push it for like a full month and we were we were living in that in that tin, tin shed, shed for a month that's right that's right before we shot anything um so let's get into aye, it aye, aye. let's go okay um a couple things this episode does we're establishing like we're calling back to the pilot we have like right. will in the car right opening up with the blue car the kids We've in the got... parking lot uh-huh the dumpster we're... we're back in the dumpster whole thing and then it's immediately i feel like this episode is really about establishing rivalries like lines are being drawn right so it's really like we're drawing lines we're establishing who's going to hate who who's going to love who just from the outset that's right right yes absolutely starting with will and sue and this is it, right? We're setting up like Sue, uh, Shu always having to like fight for the Glee Club, fight for the Glee Club, get get more money, do the thing. And Sue's mm-hmm. like, okay, bye. Yeah. And also <laughs> like, you know, to call back to what Ryan said before, where Sue calls us the Island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> and that obviously now hearing him that that's how we thought about us, then. Makes you know, sense. They were using it really early. Sense. Yeah. That's right. <gasps> and then the first slushie. Of of showman's. Yeah. And it was blue this time, right? Mm-hmm, Instead of was. red. Yeah. yeah. The blue really stained pretty badly, I will say. Did feel bad for Leah. She was getting a lot of slushy. Oh, yeah. All of the slushy. And the blue really does stain. You look like an avatar all the way down to your skin. Smurf. Um, <laughs> okay. And then freak out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this number is horrible. You I mean, also, truly horrible. Do you remember recording it, too? Yes, I do. We are all together in the recording studio, yeah, right? I think this was the last time we ever recorded this way. Where right. they recorded all of our voices at the same time and one We all went into the studio together. We all listened to everybody go into the booth and record. And then it got crazy and we didn't have time for it anymore. No. Um, and the freak out number was really funny. It was fun because we knew we had to be bad and we knew the choreography had to be bad. So we, we were, were just acting. like playing up. Yes, we were showing our best acting shot. Actually, this was my best work in the whole series. <laughs> yeah, we, you and I both peak in this episode <laughs> with our two lines. <laughs> um, Mercedes Mercedes is like about to get kicked in the face. She's like, oh, hell to the no. Yeah, hell to the no established very early. Very early, very, very early. And then um, Will says, did you notice Will says John Travolta hands? Yeah. Like um, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, I think that's that must be what that was. Right? Because I was like, what is that? Um, I was hitting my mark, though, truly. <laughs> this number, I was like, oh, God, that's so cringy. Um, so they're supposed to perform for the whole school, this number for the whole school, and all of us ugly kids are like, at, we're going to get slayed. Yeah, I mean, it's because we need be to good. recruit more people. We need cool 12 people. people to qualify for regionals, and at this point we have five, six. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Shu is choosing a very antiquated number that no longer will slap with the kids. But he, because they won nationals or something with it back in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the oh, day. Poor, oh. poor misguided Chu. Mm. When the little Glee slate thing bumper comes up, do mm-hmm. you remember that there was an alternate Glee intro? There was no. a full. There was a full animated <gasps> intro. Ryan showed us. Um, yes. It was like a chicken and an yes. egg, right? Yeah. Oh my it was, god! There was that's a right, full Kevin. Original song written by Adam Anders. And like an animated opening. Yeah, it was like a little <gasps> chick who was like hatching and then like hopping around. Imagine if that was the opening. It, it was, was very not us at all. It was very strange. It was good really memory. Weird. Yeah, I remember watching that and being like, no. Yeah, I think we were like on tour or something, and he showed us. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a while after that we were like, excuse me. Yeah, there maybe was like two years opening. after. Yeah. Um, I will n- say this episode, Jessalyn is acting dumb, uh, acting at her finest. It is the most brilliant um, 
grounded comedy you will ever see. I I yeah. I mean I know we talked about her before, but like hats off, man. Terry is she's so an unsung hero. It's that it's that balance of being absolutely diabolically crazy, but uh-huh. you just, you just can't help but like, and like watch her and love everything she's doing. And, and it doesn't feel like. It no, it's grounded. Yeah. She takes like the boards on the page and like makes them sound so convincing that you're like, oh, oh yeah, I like believe she, her. Yeah, yeah. She's, a re- she's a real person. Yes, fully. exactly. She's exactly. not a caricature. Like, no, you're no, a real, no, no, no. which also makes me wonder like, is this character based off of somebody? We need to find that mm, out. That is, okay, <laughs> well, put it on the uh, true yeah. or false list. For yeah, yeah, because I was like, this is all very, it's like some sort of like amalgamation of all the craziest things people have heard other people say yeah and it's probably it sounds outrageous but it's probably been said Mm -hmm. okay so will and terry are looking at a model house for because terry they have to expand because their family's expanding because terry Um, has a little bird in her ear her sister oh my god jennifer aspen i (sighs) oh what a also another comedic genius the two of them together and she comes (laughs) in and out of the show and just everything she does physically and verbally is pure gold dr (laughs) jew yeah like gold yeah little tiny little nuggets and um (laughs) she's the she's the best terry's really out of her mind this episode and is saying incredible things about you know getting the Um, foyer and the and the kitchen the the breakfast nook not sacrificing her that's right her breakfast nook and um Saying that she ha- all she has to do is give up Applebee's and they won't run the AC for a couple of some first couple of summers. It's like <laughs> this is where our daughter, our gay son, will sleep. Yes, bro. I mean, obviously, I um, do have a thing here, a point to like bring up where mm-hmm. I always have an issue with shows or movies where you see like our main character, our protagonist, who is very likable, with mm-hmm. someone who is awful, and. Like especially like through this scene, I'm like, what? How did they ever end up together in the first place? Like, I always am really sensitive to well, that. Will, Will's a bit, bit of a pushover. He is, but I, I'm like, I'm bringing this up now because I think what happens, and like, I think it's Jesslyn's performance at the end of this episode completely answered that for me. Huh. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning of this, I was like, there was no way anyone saw anything in her to like <laughs> marry because she. Is like this all the time. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then we move on to the choir room and we see Mr. Shoe's first um, moment of rapping. Trying to appease the children with something more current. Right. With Kanye, but times have changed. and Times have changed. And I am, and this would have never, we never... Nope. Nope. Goodbye. Mm -mm. Um, But anyway, we'll move forward from this. And getting to this number... Like, like the kids in the show, it was very fun. You guys sounded great. Yeah, and it was actually really fun to do. Um, it was like the first time we were in. It like, was a different song. We would have really enjoyed it. <laughs> like, um, this was also establishing sort of how we recorded the rest of the music. Like, we yes. were in a different kind of recording studio. Yes, yes, yes. Ryan was actually there, which doesn't didn't normally. Wasn't he there? Mm. Am I misremembering that? No, no, you probably remember. I just don't remember. <laughs> because I feel like he was also getting to know. I I think he was there. I, I think you're right. We well, I think he got Amber to yell. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> they got me to sort of mm-hmm. yell. Because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't reach this. And they're like, yeah, you can. Just try it. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, we yeah. were really organically figuring it. out what people could do. Yeah, that's right. Um, you both you both slammed the number. It was really really good. Slam dunk, and and Mr. Shoe as well. Matt did as well. And then I mean, Shoe's just rapping. Here we go. Off to the races we go. <sighs> this is the start of a movement, really. <laughs> and like very J- Justin Timberlake of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't unsee it now. Can nope, you? nope. That's it. Here we Mm-mm. go. All right, so then we go into the girls' bathroom, and of course we go to our favorite Emma Pillsbury, um, and she's—I love this little shot of Rachel and, and her in the toilet. <laughs> oh, and it's ex- expertly written and acted. I Truly. also there's Truly. something I hadn't noticed before where because Emma is such a um, cleaning obsessed person mm-hmm. um, that she stops to she stops washing her hands to go help Rachel. 
Which is like, I also, that is her job, right? She is the guidance counselor. It is, but like that can overpower, that yeah, can override. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I feel like these two scenes back to back really reminded me of Sex Education on Netflix. Oh, yes. Very where, much so. Yeah, it was like a really, you're talking about really sensitive subjects. Mm-hmm. And you're talking in like a way that is very informative and but also with a bit of like, the gag reflex thing, like, oh, when you're older, that's going to be an asset a for gift. you. Oh, my yeah. God. So good. <laughs> and then um, for those of you who don't know, like, there's always these pamphlets. There would always be these pamphlets, even if you didn't see them in the scene. If you were in the scene, you'd be looking at them, like, while you were shooting. Um, some of the pamphlets at Emma's office were, ouch, that stings. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce, why your parents stopped loving you. I can't stop touching myself. Radon, the silent killer. <laughs> my mom's bipolar and she won't stop yelling. <laughs> wow, oh there's hair down there. And the last one, so you like throwing up, understanding and overcoming bulimia. Um, so Emma gives her, the Rachel, the um, eating disorder um, brochure and she says she doesn't have bulimia. She just wants to be pretty like Quinn. You know, there's something I think really endearing about Rachel and like as wild as she may be a lot of the time Mm -hmm. she's always very upfront with her feelings she's never really trying to play a lot of games where she's just like no actually I want to be pretty like Quinn right even if it's outrageous like mm -hmm. she's you know she owns it yeah and I really appreciate that in her character because I also think that's very important to see where it's like no this Mm. is why she's doing this and it's being caused by that so let's talk about it because if she wasn't, then you, you're not able to really have the open dialogue that mm-hmm. they have about it. And I do mm-hmm. think like the balance of the scene is sort of um, between, you know, the toilet bowl scene and then Emma's office scene mm-hmm. are also, I think, like um, the perfect example of walking the tightrope between the humor and the dark humor of it all mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. satire of it all and also talking about real Important things. Important subjects, yes. And as they, as everything does. works together yeah. and independently of one another and i i think that was a master class in yes. writing yes and the three of them just bratty and ryan like it's so cohesive when you have such a small room there's not too many cooks in the kitchen it's just yeah. like you know what i mean it's very focused and um they wrote like the first three seasons by themselves which is i mean jarring. It's 22 episodes yeah. um okay so then we um oh and then we have to talk about the car moment because again <gasps> emma pillsbury just oh crying in the car is <laughs> I think that's top 10, maybe top five all-time favorite Glee moments for me. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think about it so Do you often. Really? <laughs> like, all by myself, all by myself. <laughs> so good. love it. Also, this is one of the, um, it was in the pilot and it's in this episode, but it sort of um, goes away, I think, pretty quickly after this, of music and other parts of the show that aren't us performing. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the pilot, mm-hmm. you had the steel drums, you had people right. playing guitar. And this episode, in the beginning, you have a guy on the guitar randomly in the hallway. You right. have Jema, um singing in her car. The, the but love then letters. that stuff sort of goes away as we're a little tight on time, you know? Well, yeah, because we end up doing not four songs in an episode. You do like 10 songs an episode. I remember right. we would open up our scripts to see like on the second page, we'd be like oh, the song numbers or mm-hmm. like um, titles. And we'd be so excited to like see what songs we were doing in the episode. Yeah. And we'd look and it'd be like the whole page. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um. So then we go into the principal's office. <laughs> Which is so cute because it's the first like, Yes, I think it's the first time Rachel and Finn are sort of in cahoots on something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, also caught in the principal's office. Kevin, we end up in the principal's office together, which is also really fun. That's right. It was Um, it was we were very lucky to end up in the principal's office to film. We were. We were. Um, This is the Justin Timberlake reference number two of the show. That's right. Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson, and Robin, Robin Thicke are on the cover of these flyers that Sue is so upset about that they made copies of <laughs> um, um, that are four cents each. But <laughs> the dropping of the drink and the whole thing of like the copy machine, it's just ridiculous. This it's will absolutely. not stand. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the child copy machine is only for the Cheerios, which is absolutely also just ridiculous. Like the Cheerios rule at school. Um, and then 
Finn and Rachel apologize for using the copy machine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she insists on doing the song for the assembly, right? Well, because their point of doing this was they're putting up these flyers so they can get cooler kids and they need to do a cooler song to get these kids. And he is very adamant about, no, we're going to do this song that nobody wants to hear. Very antiquated song. Um, Yeah. And then then Rachel goes in for it and asks Mm. Finn if... To going to my one of my favorite scenes. Wants to practice after school. But he can't because he's a celibacy club. Okay, so then we get shirtless shoe. <gasps> Wait, I just I also wanted to point out yeah. that this was early Sue. And so the antics were not that high yet. Like the things she was going to throw at them to try to <laughs> subvert their success. This was like, oh, they're using the copy machine. Right. Like, not a big deal. Right. Like we are just warming we're it up. We're getting started. Because yeah, Sue started. goes full demon pretty quickly. That's right. Hi, everybody. I'm Tyler Florence. And I'm Wells Adams. We're the hosts of the new podcast, Two Dudes in a Kitchen. And you might be asking yourself, why do these guys have a podcast? Because we love food. Yep. You and I have known each other for a while. We got a chance to cook together on television on Food Network back in the day. And uh, I got to tell you, there's no two better guys that are more equipped to take you guys on a journey through the kitchen. It's all about great recipes. It's all about connecting with fantastic techniques and having a great time while you're doing it. This is a podcast for you, for you to call in to give us your feedback and we're here to answer your questions kind of get those kitchen burners fired up i got a lot of questions just because i'm not nearly as good of a chef as you are so i'm going to be asking you a lot of questions and you guys out there can ask them as well it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to learn a lot and you know what most importantly we're going to eat good we're going to eat good man eat good in the neighborhood man we're here for you listen to two dudes in a kitchen on the iheart radio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts Jenna, the weather is finally getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Yes, it is. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And luckily, I found Quince. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that. I just got the silk skirt, and then I also got the um, 100% organic cotton striped sweater. It's great quality. For that price, I literally shop here all the time now because it is just undeniable. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash really. Let's talk about something we can all relate to hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's It's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes. And my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to now shirtless shoe again. Shirtless shoe. Um, this was, I think, 17 minutes into the show that we Better did. Than it. Four. Not five, 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 17 minutes. Um, but this is also a really great. This is where I saw Jessalyn's acting song. And I was like, <laughs> I I just can I take a, a class from her? An acting right. class from her. Um, she gets upset that she can't have her grand foyer. And, you know, when are when is somebody going to finally start giving back, Kevin? <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she can't get a win. It's so hard for her. Just like really hard. I did think this was like a weird shoehorn in. Then all of a sudden we're back at the school and Figgins is scrubbing off. Sue's. I feel like they wrote something more and it got cut. Yeah, because like <laughs> right? why, why was he at, why was Shoe back at the school at nighttime in full, yeah. in full teacher outfit? But for the story, we need it because Shu um, asks to become the janitor to get some extra oh. get extra money for Terry and the baby, and, and so he does it. And sh- and now Mr. Shu is has a full time job and another job. That's right. And Terry only works probably a quarter of the time at Lin- yeah. at um, Sheets and Things. Yeah. And then we're back to daytime at the school for celibacy club. <laughs> which this is, is really funny it's a great great scene it is we're really getting funny. a lot more diana in this episode and it's wonderful it is wonderful like uh, like early quinn is like the mm-hmm. best the best the best and also then we meet jacob and israel i also josh sussman who plays jacob in israel is yeah. so good but i think i also didn't even realize he came in this early like oh yeah yeah Jacob I don't in Israel is here I didn't to stay. I did not remember that <laughs> we'll have to get him in um but yeah Jacob in Israel it it's yes the celebrity club she has to, Rachel has to partner with him um I mean this sets up also like the best joke in the whole episode where they're talking about mm-hmm. um not um you know erupting too soon mm-hmm. and we see Finn's flashback of. The flashback is really the highlight of my life and of this episode. It's um, so good. It's everything is so good in this episode. I also um, love that Romy, um, Finn's mom, <laughs> is like still in the denim outfit that she was in a decade earlier. Like she, she talk, she talk about that too. Times have like, changed, oh, but she has denim. No, yeah. no. She's like, who says we need a father figure? <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. And then, and then we 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 go into it. We get in. We get into it, right? We get into it. We'll, we'll, uh, do you remember filming the scene? We filmed the scene in the auditorium. Put, where, push it. We have like a meeting where Rachel is telling the group that we need sex. We got to sell sex, and that's yes. how we're gonna get people. Right before we do the actual performance, but on on the day of actually shooting it. We shot this, I think, last, and we were all we had shot push it all day, and we were doing this scene, and then we were losing our minds because Chris would go, blood, blood. Actually, when when I watched it, I said blood, blood, oh. and <laughs> from also the like, YouTube video Corey, of the little boy. Corey's faces in this entire episode <laughs> of, Again, like, when he's actually. trying to be like flirty. Or like young, like I don't know, and he does this little smart thing. Every everybody was firing in the scene. It was a quick scene, was, but everyone's was. sort of doing their little shtick, and it's very satisfying to watch. It is very satisfying. We were all enjoying it very much. So I think those short scenes were really fun to shoot too, because they're like in and out, and you just like you have a little bit of fun, and then you get out. Yeah. Um. So we do push it, and there were like 
I mean, we talked about this in the Chris episode on the Chris interview, but like we, we rehearsed this for like weeks. <laughs> so we were yeah. just literally on each other for weeks, um, crawling know. on our knees, <laughs> crawling on our knees, um, and acting you really, a fool. You especially really threw your body <laughs> down on the ground. You were just down there. <laughs> it's just I, I was ready to go for it Tina was really just going for it I feel like someone um, pointed out too like we didn't want to do <laughs> Freak Out that was from 1978 but Push right. It is from 1986 like that's not very current either <laughs> yeah but 86 is like a different time of music and it was like right? a hip hop song so it's yeah, a different feel and Salt and Peppa it, that yeah. that um, I was belly laughing watching that number again. It's so good. It's really, really good. That funny. moment too, I forgot that like Kurt smacks Finn's <laughs> ass and then he looks over at yes. all of his friends like he's freaking out. Yes. Um, it's, it's, it's. There was a lot of gay, it's a gay fear in this episode. There were a couple <laughs> references of like gay being right. bad and being That's scary. Right. But um, it was a hit. Everybody it loved was it. A hit. <laughs> oh, when, um, <laughs> When she was introducing the Glee Club mm-hmm. and says that, um, like, they're, you know, for coming, that they used to rule the school back in his day and mm-hmm. that he was mounting a comeback or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Sue sort of chuckles. She puts her hand in front of her face <laughs> and just starts laughing. The reactions between Jama and Jane in this oh, I didn't number are phenomenal. Oh, I missed out. I have to go back and watch that. Oh, God. Um, you, yeah, you got to watch it. Just watch them. Like, you know what we're doing. But this was, I mean, forever one of the most fun numbers. And we did it on tour. We also, yes, that's right. We did do it on tour because you have to have push it in there where we're doing things on top of each other. Um, When we did this number, you remember we had a lot of time, downtime off stage or like on the stage behind the curtain before they open it up. And like, we all like. We like we're still getting to know each other. So like we would sit in a circle and like talk together. That whole day was really right. really fun. Like it was I the first musical number we had done. We were drinking Red Bulls. We were like hanging out, um, you know, since the pilot. And like it was really just like still very much like um, a kumbaya circle, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and it I was think really it, fun because it was also such a departure from Don't Stop <laughs> that mm. it was really exciting for us to get to like play that and also like show our crew mm. and and like the extras <laughs> and things about like i mean we were all performers and it's like not normal that you get to perform within a performance that's right really and so that's it was right. like this multi-layered way of um getting to interact with each other and getting to know each other and also the people that we would spend the next six years working with that's right that like get used right. to it this yeah, show is smut here we are um so rachel ends up apologizing to mr shu um but figgins is thrilled he's thrilled he says he hasn't seen a studio body excited like this so he gets all of his he gives him songs pre-approved um sue is not happy and no no. demands resignation and like the delusion of disillusion (laughs) of glee club it's (laughs) It's pretty great. It's very, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then we go into one of my favorite scenes of the episode as well. It's very sweet, and then it really comes off with a twist. Um, the the picnic scene, the rehearsal. Um, it's really sweet because you get to see like Finn and Rachel, and Finn kind of like complimenting her and like mm-hmm. if you could just be as good as her it's it's just it's those feel-good moments that you kind of like where the show slows down a little bit yeah um that i really appreciate and then also the oddity of then turning around and <laughs> having a full picnic on the stage just that's glee for you right there yeah that i is. love that and even in like leah's voice you can hear like oh well look at that <laughs> i've set this up for you um <sighs> it was the knowing n- a knowing line mm-hmm. um and then the mailman yep the full car crash mailman it's his it's so o face was so good oh it's so good <laughs> Just, Comedy, it's so good, and then even better. Then we just go up from there at the doctor's office. Um, oh no, yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, You're right. Don't doubt yourself. He doesn't find there is no baby. No, there is only a fake baby. 
Yeah, and something I've learned. This is no longer called a hysterical pregnancy. What is it called? A false pregnancy. <gasps> well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But um, if, you, if you Google it, like people used to call it back mm, in the day, a hysterical, a hysterical pregnancy. pregnancy. So it's actually a thing, though, where people like yeah. have fake or have symptoms, pregnancy symptoms, but they're not actually pregnant. Yep. Whereas Terry thinks that her baby fell out because that's what happens. Um so uh, then we, we we move on from there. We think, you know, okay, well, that, there's that storyline. But just hold on to your horses. Little did um, we know that we were heading we into know. one of the most iconically Iconic. numbers of all time. Oh, my God. So I texted Kevin last night um, when we were watching this because um, – I'm like, oh my gosh! I remember like hearing it over the pre-record as it's that when they were shooting it because we were like on set, I think, or getting ready to shoot something, and I was like, oh my gosh! I wonder what they're doing in there. And like we peeked in and we saw them shooting, and it was awesome. And then you know it becomes iconic. But watching it back for the first time, this is the first time that I felt like we really saw Naya um, mm-hmm. in the show, and I I fully burst into tears. <laughs> I fully burst into tears. Um, it's like, I think it's going to be an interesting, yeah. hard time to watch the show. Um, but it's also like watching her and her element also is like joyous too. I, um, She and Heather were just dancing the little hearts I mean, out. it was just. We also see Heather really for the good. first time in this episode. Heather That's right. In is, Celibacy Club. and Yeah. I I was you had warned me about that the crying, mm-hmm. so I, I I was prepared, mm-hmm. but I think because there hasn't been too much yet of mm-hmm. Santana that I'm sort mm-hmm. of keeping it at bay. But I know I it's, see, just, I see, it's I gonna see, get it's gonna okay. get bad. Yeah, uh, I remember sitting in the I was sat in the choir room with Ryan for a while while they shot that number. Oh and, wow! Because I was obsessed with it. I remember when they rehearsed it, I would go watch. And mm. I remember when they were shooting it. A little it. compact and like. Yeah. Oh I was God, learning the choreography on the side. Of course you were. Yeah. Really um, loved it. All right. Well, then Queen apologizes to Sue. She's like, what the hell are you doing? But then she decides she's going to have minions. So they're going to spy, which again, it's like eavesdropping spying. Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing. Um, Turning up the dial on the sabotage. <laughs> the Sue Sylvester sabotage. And the next thing that happens is mm. quite a sweet and romantic moment between Will and Emma. I but... know, and then I'm thinking, like, my God, though, what a what a creeper! Yeah, <laughs> like there's a there's a pregnant wife at home, yeah, and and the writers have Will, and and yet we still root for them, and yeah. yet you still root for them, and it's really cute, and the little talk moment is really really cute. I mean, they're both in the wrong; they both know. No, for sure. Up. Yeah, you're totally right. But like, um, will, will, come on, will, like um, you, you gotta know better, <laughs> you messy, messy. But again, mm. you know, Glee goes there. Glee goes there. Jame is irresistible. I get it. I know. He's so cute. Okay, so then um, Terry makes Will dinner. We're back at Will's house, <sighs> and she's like, "I gotta tell you something," and he's like, "What?" And you look into his sweet doe eyes, and you know, curly curly Justin Timberlake hair and she's like I can't do it it's a boy she backs out and genders the baby what what um is- and then also it's like let's make sacrifices I'm gonna be a great wife and mm-hmm. and little do we know it starts the beginning of the end um, but then you see her be I mean obviously it's not motivated by something sweet but what she's saying it gave me a glimpse of who she might have been of like mm. the Terry that will might've fallen in love with. Yes. Yeah. Fair Where enough. Like, fair enough. Fair she's enough. all of a sudden like deflates and becomes like a real human for a second. Right. Of like a compassionate, yeah. empathetic person. Yeah. Cause she knows what she's doing is wrong. No, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good point, Kevin. Um, then we bring it on home. Yeah, let's bring it home, Kevin. Let's bring it we home. We bring it on home with take a bow. Okay, so this wasn't in the original showman's, if I'm correct. I could be wrong, but um, there was something missing, I think, and it was either another song or whatever, but it was ad- it was added later. And um, 
Leah ended up having to go record this, I remember, at like 9 p.m. on a Monday night, and we were shooting it at like 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. Um, and so I remember going into the recording studio, they called and like, you have to go in tonight. And I had like got in my car and I went to the recording studio and Leah was finishing up her, um, the song. And then Amber and I went in and did the background vocals. So we were, we, those are actually our voices on the background vocals of this song, um, that we did. And, and then I remember (laughs) Zach was choreographing this last minute again, because, you know, we were just like thrown into it and Mercedes and Tina are in the back doing our uos and uos and Zach's like, all right, so we'll do arm, arm, arm. And then you bring your hand in and, you know, move your fingers. And we called that the tickle the ball. (laughs) (laughs) So go back and watch that number and you see our arm, hand, hand, hand. Tickle the ball. Yep. <laughs> um, but that number was like a last minute moment. But you also I, get the the glee hand up, you know, in oh, that yes, number. We, did, uh, we yes, didn't we don't did, stop. Right. Um, they do it in that number as well. That's right. I also I didn't realize how musical theatery this song was sung. Because oh. a, as time goes on, everyone was sort of like brought into like the pop vocal yeah, yeah, yeah. thing of yeah. like how to sing like that because we do a lot more pop songs going forward. But But I feel like because Rachel is the Broadway girl and like the Anders were probably like, this is what works for her character. It was done very much Broadway style. You're right. And I also think that the music for maybe the first 13 episodes was more character Mm -hmm. or or the Mm -hmm. singing was more character driven. Yes. And then like you sort of abandon it. Yeah, exactly. And then we go into pop recording mode. Yeah, Um, exactly. I mean, I love this episode. I do too. I think think it's so good. It's really excellent. It's just every part of it is so good. Every character is really good. It's cohesive. It's smart. It's witty. It's like, there's like soft moments. It's really, and it really sets us up, right? Yeah. I have to say, I mean, I don't really, there's not a lot of, for me, like things that didn't age well in this episode. Like I feel like it was pretty damn solid. Agreed. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives swim collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair Body and Shower Creams available at retailers nationwide and online. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Should we do some tardy takes? Tardy takes. Let's do tardy it. Tardy takes. All right. So a cringe moment. I feel like my dancing in Gold Digger is a cringe moment. I feel like, um, I, f- I feel like there's a lot in in Gold Digger that is pretty. <laughs> okay, pretty so let's just call cr- Gold Digger now is a cringe moment. A little bit minus. Yeah, Amber. I mean it kind of has to be though. I mean the number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Minus you and Amber. Yeah. Um, worst dance move. Okay, so uh, along with my dancing in Gold Digger, <laughs> um, Chu trying to get Finn's leg to dance during Gold Digger. So good, but also <laughs> wild. Because <laughs> that wasn't choreographed. I don't. Think. No. The, no way. Right, That's right, definitely right. something Matt would do right, right, in the right. middle of it. Um, um, I think the best song in this episode, I, I think it's Say a Little Prayer. I, I th- have to I, agree. It's the best number, the best That's song. Right. and it's Iconic. Oh, like what a good introduction to those three. Iconic. The best line. <gasps> the best line. I feel, like, I feel like one of Terry's lines. When is somebody going to finally give back? Um, there is no, there's no baby. Did, did it fall? Did out? it fall out? <laughs> yeah, this is Terry. I think Terry Schuster. Terry wins. She, anything she says in this episode. Uh, best performance by a prop. Oh, the the pamphlets in yes. Emma's office. Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Those pamphlets right. are absolutely incredible. That's right. Um, I feel, like you said, I feel like we we did okay with the age well, didn't age well moment, except for Goldigger. Yeah, I, I, obviously there's inappropriate jokes in here and thing, but I think mm-hmm. that was, I think yeah, it nothing works. nothing too crazy. Yeah, nothing I think, too crazy. I think everything works in here. So the shit we find on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Jenna, there's this TikTok uh, that really grinds my gears. Okay. And it did keep me up one night. And I so there are blind items. I somehow stumbled across Glee blind items on TikTok. It's a dark place. Nobody do it. Okay. I, because honestly, it's wild. It's truly, I, I stay away. I and just I stay away. None of it's true. Anyway, there was one about Chris <laughs> not writing his books I and mean, that he had a ghostwriter for the first one. <laughs> and I was so upset because I was like, I literally saw him write this book. Yeah, like, we actually saw him. Like, do you think clacketing? You think a, a, a ghost? He's gonna have a ghostwriter for nineteen books? Are you out of your like? Anyway, I could go on, but I won't. And I forgot to ask him when he was here. So I'm. I feel like I'm just. I'm just gonna call him. Yeah, call him. And just to debunk it from the horse's mouth. Right? I mean, also he probably hasn't heard it, so we should just tell him. <laughs> it's, it's, I. Austin right, call, had to just like, call him. Okay. I'm that is wild. I'm sorry. Do you think he's gonna answer? He, oh, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> hey girl. Oh hey. Oh, you answered, thank God. Um Hi. Hi, girl. Um Hi. I, I'm with Jenna. We're we're doing the podcast. Shocking. Yeah, I know. This is what <laughs> we do. Um so okay, there's this TikTok <laughs> rumor about you that <laughs> No, I'm not a furry. My gosh. <laughs> we wouldn't judge you if you were. <laughs> We don't kink shame on this podcast. I make a great furry. Is, is that the room where you're referring to? No, no. That one I would have been fine yeah. with. I would have put on the costume and come over. The The question I have, someone said that you had a ghostwriter for your first book, for first Land of Stories book. And um, we know this is not true. Yeah, we know it's not true. And we saw you write it. 
like in between takes. Can you just for the people settle this? Did you have a ghost writer or did you write your own damn book? Oh god, I wish I had a ghost writer. It <laughs> couldn't have been better. I think you're doing all right. I'm embarrassed to ask. I'm even embarrassed to ask you, but I, we just had to. I can't even look at my first book because I'm so embarrassed because I feel like I wasn't even literate when I, when I wrote it. Uh, well, you, you had a lot of experience with the rest, the other 18. So you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. each one gets better and better. Yeah. Number 19 is the charm. Oh, sorry to bother <laughs> you with this stupid thing. Thank you. For Thank answering. you. Always, always bother me with stupid things. Okay. Gr- oh, okay. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Um. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed that I called Chris about that, but I, I feel like that is the best possible response mm. to that. To that, and that will be that. Also, make sure you go follow our TikTok account. It's at that's what you really missed. So go do that. We'll make some TikToks. You it's know. very exciting. People can send us things. We'll talk about yes. what's it. Jenna, you stay off of it. Kevin, you can tell me what <laughs> what yeah. happens. I just, I still think it's a very dark place. <laughs> yeah, it's not for you. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, not no. yet, at least. No, not no. Yet. Um, I well, really love this episode. Me too, me too. I... Next week is another story, but we'll go there another time. Um, another time. But thanks for listening to our recap of Showmance. Um, go back if you haven't listened to our wonderful conversation with Chris Colfer from last week on Thursday. And um, subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends. And uh, go follow us on TikTok. And the next episode is Acapella. <laughs> Now, there's definitely going to be some secondhand embarrassment in that one. That's right. Uh, See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.